listening to cinephiles digest this is episode five and on this week's show we've got a double feature of scream and scary movie it's a meta a meta horror movie (laughs) (laughs) extravaganza (laughs) off to a bad start um i'm pretty excited about this one i'm joined today by paris that was her cackling what's up (laughs) Hey, can't get through the intro without a Paris. <laughs> uh, and Travis, welcome back, buddy. Hello, hello. So before we get into the movies, how were y'all's Halloweens? You guys do anything fun? You watch any scary movies? What'd you guys do? Uh, I watched these movies and I didn't really do much. It was probably one of the most uneventful halloweens in quite some time (laughs) did you like wear a costume or anything or no no was just completely out of spirit shit well we did get some trick-or-treaters and i did Did not partake in that yes we did and but chelsea had a blast handing out candy so that might be our new thing going forward we're gonna skip all the cool parties and just Hand out candy to about twenty or thirty kids in our neighborhood, and Travis, call, you know it, call it a rager. You know you could do both. Like you could probably hand out trick or treating stuff until like nine, and then go to a party at like nine or whatever. That's true. Like but by the time person. I I get to the party, it, it'll probably be like eleven because I live pretty <laughs> far from <laughs> said parties. All right, fair, fair. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> So Ch- Chelsea was loving it. She was like, here's oh, a yeah. COVID for you and a COVID for yep. you and a COVID <laughs> for so you. Asked, did you guys make like pre-treat bags or how did you do all that? No, we just kind of <laughs> wore, she wore a mask and handed it out. And I don't know. We don't believe in um, COVID. COVID. In we don't believe in COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is in Skagit County now, all right? There's no fucking rules oh, in Skagit boo. County. Oh, or no, no, no. You're in Snohomish. You're in Snohomish. Excuse me. Well, that's even worse. <laughs> no, Skagit is definitely More worse. like a scam, Demick, so, am I right? I, act- I actually, not on actual Halloween, but I actually went to Snohomish for a pumpkin patch the weekend before. Oh, it was nice. super fun. Yeah, it was really sweet. Well, what about you, Paris? Did you do anything? Um, for actual Halloween, Kurt and I dressed up in our little onesies. Um, photos will be on the gram soon. We dressed up. He was a panda, and then I dressed up as a red panda, and it was very cute. Um, our We didn't get any trick-or-treaters, but our neighborhood has a lot of little ones, so they organized this cute little parade at like 4 p.m., where they they like blocked off a couple blocks and then these little kids wandered around in their little costumes just to like show everyone and everyone like sat out on their porches and like 
waved at them and cheered them on. And at the end, they got little like trick or treat bags. It was really cute. Oh, how precious. Yeah. That sounds cool. I've never lived anywhere where they had in Seattle where they had trick or treaters. So it was really it was really sweet, really cute. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, Well, Haley and I uh, spent three hours on Saturday prepping for Halloween because we wanted Papa Murphy's and the nearest Papa Murphy's is like 45 minutes from here. So we drove all the way out to Mount Dora, Florida. And wow, we you got... wanted it that bad, eh? Yeah, yeah dude. That, I so love like Papa Murphy's. Back. Does it even like will it even stay hot? What? It's taking baked pizza, bro. You never heard of Pop <laughs> oh Murphy's? I fucking forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I blocked Pop Papa Murphy's out of my brain. One, because Papa is the worst. What? Papa John's. Papa John's is the worst. Mm, oh my that's god. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it does taste good, <laughs> but he is a trumper. But this I've this ties back to a pre. Low key yeah. against taking baked pizza as a concept because, like, just make me it. Just bake it for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but the hard work is done. I mean, you just got to pop mm. it in the oven and wait. I guess, man. Have you ever had frozen pizza at home? It's like not fun. I want it delivered to me hot and fresh. I've only ever had frozen pizza at home. Where else would you <laughs> eat frozen pizza? <laughs> or do you just mean, what do you I mean? Meant, I meant, have you ever baked pizza at home that you just put in the oven? It's annoying. Oh, yeah, because you have to wait like <laughs> 20 minutes or whatever. <laughs> <in life. laughs> um, so anyway, let's get the show on the road. So Pop Murphy's, we stopped to try and find pumpkin beer. Didn't find pumpkin beer. Uh, went to the grocery store because we were planning on making pumpkin chocolate chip pancakes Halloween morning, but we forgot. So we bought stuff to make mm-hmm. it the morning after. And then we drove back and we watched Scream. And the changeling that was the lineup oh. for a scary movie night. So I gotta ask, did you get the uh, jack o' lantern shaped pizza? Yes, we did. <gasps> what? <laughs> That's pretty cool. totally worth the drive. Yep. <laughs> Regardless, worth it because I love pop merch. Um, so do I. I forgot actually. I uh, uh, our friend Jess won tickets to a Seattle uh, first annual um, Slay film festival Mm. where a bunch of people submitted their short horror films. And so she won tickets to it and um, it was a live stream. So um, I did it here. She did it at her home. And so Kurt and I watched here on the TV and it was really cool. Like a bunch of people, some of them were, some of them were, you know, not as high quality as others, but most of them were really good and like just people making these short horror films and a lot of them were really scary and very effectual. I, I was I was really stoked to, to be able to be a part of it. Cool. That sounds neat. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and get into these reviews here. So the first movie we're gonna be tackling is Scream, the nineteen ninety six Wes Craven film. Uh, plot synopsis reads, a year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. Written by Kevin Williamson, the film stars Drew Barrymore, Nev Campbell, Skeet Ulrich, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Matthew Lillard, some other jabronis, um... 
what did you guys think of Scream? Travis, you can go ahead and start things off. All right. Um, I haven't seen this one in a while, so it was uh, fun to revisit. Um, I still like it a lot. Um, it's not like my favorite slasher, but it definitely has its place in the genre. And um, I just love how like meta and self-referential it is. And um, I uh, was able to catch a lot more references this time around now that I've seen all the other movies references. I didn't really catch those when I was younger. Um, the opening scene is awesome. It's iconic and has been spoofed to death. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. And what mm. else is there to say? <laughs> <laughs> end of, end of episode. <laughs> All right. Moving on to scary movie. This film was, uh, <laughs> directed. um, what about you, Paris? This was, we should I don't know if we said this at the top of the show, but the, this episode, these were your picks, meta horror, or meta slasher, excuse me. Um, you had seen both of these movies before, yes? No. Well, I realized uh, upon watching that I had not watched Scream before. I've just seen a lot of clips and like videos on it, articles about what? it. What? Like, yeah. I'm like surprised every time we do this show. <laughs> How have you not seen Scream? Well, I think it was just, it's one of those things where I get to a certain point where I know the plot. I knew who the killers were. Killer is, killers are, were. Um, um, and and I it's one of those things where it had been so explained to death to me that I was like, is there even a point in me watching it? Turns out, yes, I loved it. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where I I I you guys know I love love my fun facts, and I watch a lot of like YouTube videos and read a lot of articles about movies, and then so sometimes it just feels like I don't need to even watch them. Yeah, it's one of those movies that you feel like you have seen, even though you haven't seen it. Yes, exactly. I wasn't even one hundred percent sure if I had seen it or not. <laughs> um. But yeah, now that I have, I'm really excited to have actually seen it. I fucking loved this movie. Did you bring was... some fun facts? Because I'm, I'm sure there's plenty oh, of them. You bet your silly little butt. I brought some fun <laughs> <facts>. <laughs> actually, um, if, since you were talking about the first scene, um, I did want to mention that um, fun fact about the movie that you guys might already know. Um, but um, Drew Barrymore was one of like the top billed cast and was kind of um, the way the trailers were shot was like that she was one of the main characters throughout the whole movie. And so going into the movie, if you didn't know that, you know, she dies after the first like 10 or 15 minutes was kind of to throw the audiences off. And they did were they watching. create did they create fake scenes or like additional scenes to make you think that she's in the movie more for the trailer? Because I don't remember the trailer at all, and I, I don't didn't watch the so, trailer. But I think just the way that the marketing was done, it was done as if she was. That would have been epic. And, and even like... if you look, if you look at the poster, <laughs> she's in front because she was probably the biggest star at the time. It's like her, and then Ski Ulrich, and then Nev Campbell's like behind them. So it really makes you think, like, oh yeah, she's going to be our protagonist. Like we're good. And then when she gets killed off, 
beginning, you know, first big scene in the movie, you're like, oh, shit, anything could happen. And that's how they wanted audiences to feel going in. Very nice. Okay. Well, glad you loved it. Um, so I, I like Scream. I don't love Scream. I did not see it when I was younger. So I, I came to Scream either late college or shortly after college and I watched it and I had a good time with it, but I kind of didn't really see what all the fuss was about and more of the same on this watch. Um, I do love the opening scene, but it's a little dated. There's a lot of stuff that's kind of dated, you know, with these like mid to late nineties films. I mean, the opening scene is cool, but like who the fuck answers their phone when people call? So immediate could not suspend disbelief. (laughs) I was like, Oh really? You're going to answer the phone. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. This is too. People answered their phone in 1996. (laughs) Prior to having cell phones, even honestly, prior to texting, people still even answered their cell phones. Like people pick up the phone. Do you just like black out? Your entire life, like God, your life? What are you, you guys about? need to learn how to take a joke. Jeez. The problem, Just throwing some the pro- shade. Hold on. The problem with shade that throws. scene in 2020 <laughs> is, well, or any time, is that she keeps fucking answering the phone, and she knows who it's who it is. <laughs> that she's like, being harassed. Yeah, and she completely disregards the popcorn. Like it's like, what are you doing, lady? But that's all part of the fun and the genre. You gotta just. Well, and that's for why sure. this is like not. <laughs> it's not. I mean, all the slashers have silly stuff like that, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Right? You're always oh, like, yeah. why, why are you doing that? What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. I mean, the, the movie is having fun with that. So, like, I, I think the movie is at its best when it's playing with those tropes. But I don't think the movie is as clever as it thinks it is. Because that being said, there are plenty of moments where characters will make some sort of meta comment about how characters in horror movies behave and then a couple scenes later like act out that same behavior like they'll go into a they'll go into a room and they'll uh you know the phone will ring and they'll answer it and it's just I mean, yeah, I get that it's having they're, fun with they're that. In but... a, they're in a movie, Matt. That's why yeah, they I, do it. I, it's fun. I, yeah, I'm with <laughs> Travis on this one. That's kind of what makes horror great. You you, you go into a horror movie, especially something in this, like the genre that this is kind of doing a almost a play on, right? The slasher film or whatever. And that is what happens. You know, you say, oh, don't go in there. Don't go in there. You know, they're going to go in there. Because that's what happens in those types of horror films. Those are the tropes. Those are kind of like the things that they do. They run up the stairs and they should run out the door, you know? But, like, I think commenting on it and then doing it doesn't make it... I feel like that makes it better and not worse. Because it's almost like they think that they're smarter than the movie, but they're really not. And that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's fair. But I think my... My main issue with it is that I I like it a lot as a meta commentary on slashers, but I don't like it as a slasher. Like removed from the meta nature of it, I think Ghostface 
is silly as fuck. I, I don't think he's intimidating or scary at all. And part of the reason for that, and I, I do think the movie is trying to be kind of funny in this sense, but Ghostface is like kind of a bumbling idiot. Like just the way that he like will trip and like do front flips when he gets knocked over furniture or something like scary movie definitely plays into that. But just like like, the, the goofy like mannerisms of the killer is just not scary at all. Like as a horror movie, I don't think scream works very well because it's just not the only scene that had any tension for me is that opening scene with Drew Barrymore, which I think is great. So like I, I, I like the movie when it's commenting on tropes and you know is is being meta and it's referencing other movies and it's being self-aware like perfect example is the scene where jamie kennedy's character is watching halloween and uh jamie lee curtis is about to get killed and he's like no jamie jamie turn around and in the background you see ghostface walking up to him and it's like it's meta because the actor's name is so Jamie meta. and he's watching so fucking meta dude <laughs> oh my God. there's layers it's, on layers on layers. but that's that's <laughs> funny you know you have an actor named Jamie who is in character calling another actor by her name Jamie even though her character's name was you know like but it's funny it's it's silly but it's yeah, it's, I love it's it. funny yeah I like that stuff but <laughs> um, no I I agree with you to a degree um I think if it's trying to be a serious slasher it doesn't fully well it it works it's just not as like iconic or as like terrifying or you know doesn't have as great attention as like halloween or some of the other like better slashers but i think it it nails the whole meta thing and it's having a lot of fun with it and it's the characters you're even aware that they're in a movie and they like play on that as well which is doesn't really happen very often you know where movies take that kind of um take that path but um like even uh nev campbell her character towards the end of the movie is like not in my movie like they they know they're in a movie they they know they're in a movie they know they're in a slasher movie and it's like kind of playing with all the tropes and i just think that stuff is a lot of fun but i agree the actual killer itself and some of like the the kill scenes are a little silly or just not as terrifying as they should be. But I feel like they kind of make up for that a little bit with the, the kills themselves. Cause the kills themselves are pretty graphic. And for 1996, I feel like it was pretty horrific. Like it, you know, it made a lasting impression. Like maybe now if you look at it, like 25 years removed or whatever, it may not be as horrific as you remember it. But I think for the time, it did a good job of that. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I'm trying to recall the kills, and I feel like they're not they're not very memorable for me. It's kind of people just getting stabbed. Other than the the girl who gets uh, the garage door, but that's like the dumbest scene in the movie. <laughs> she gets stuck in the garage door, you know, and she like breaks her neck or dumbest whatever. Dumbest scene in the movie. That's Dude. the dumbest scene in the movie. It's fun. No. It's I enjoyed it, but it's dumb as hell. So I think, Matt, I think that the problem is you're like, <laughs> if this was like a serious slasher, but the thing is, the movie knows what it is, and it is not a serious slasher. Yes, it's trying to still be like, it's not pure 
comedy. Definitely not. It's definitely still trying to be in the horror genre. But I kind of relate it almost to a film like, like less so than this one, but almost like Cabin in the Woods, where it's still supposed to spook you at parts, but it's almost supposed to play with your idea of what it means to be a horror movie. And I just feel like it's it's not to look at it through the lens of like, oh, well, if it was a serious slasher, but it's not, you know? And honestly, I think part of the reason why my viewing of Scream is so skewed is because I saw Scary Movie first and I've seen Scary Movie <laughs> a bunch of times. Dude, and you it, watch those in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I watched Scream and then Scary Movie. Is that that's the wrong I've order? I watched Scary Movie first and then Scream in I don't know if that was the the right decision, but it actually made Scary Movie or it made Scream funnier than it should be <laughs> well that's why i said that's the wrong order like you got but i'm totally okay with it first. because i i had I, fun like what i mean yeah it doesn't i don't think it really matters what the order is if you watch them you know close together mm-hmm. um, but they're very yeah. similar movies and yeah scary movie is like rips off the plot and like so many scenes of scream and just kind of like doubles down on the humor of them um but it was definitely enjoyable watching them back to back. The only thing that kind of yeah. sucks is like from a plot aspect, they're very similar. So, so similar. You almost feel like you're watching the same movie. the second one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, actually, another, you know, Paris fun fact. Um, the original title, like the working title of Scream was Scary Movie. And they say it, they say the, the, the quote Scary Movie in the film like, like five plus times and so that was originally the title of the film and then they changed it to scream and then that's where scary movie actually got their name from mm-hmm. i knew that one i like that fan uh, that fun fact that's good shit <laughs> <laughs> um let's see what else how about um, that he cast uh ski ulrich as one of the the leads who looks very similar to Johnny Depp, who also starred in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. I had heard about that one, but honestly, like, does he look like Johnny Depp? Because I feel definitely. Like... <laughs> I don't. Th- I, maybe a little bit. I could. See, I can see the similarities, but a young Depp. Mm. Oh yeah, for sure. I feel like they both <laughs> look like that mid to late nineties. You know, they've got the the weird greasy bangs and they've got the kind of like chiseled model face or whatever. But other than that, I don't really feel like they look. I don't know. I heard that and I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> well, <clears throat> one thing I did appreciate about Scream on a rewatch is, I mean, you know who the killers are. And to watch those two characters throughout the movie, there's like uh do you think i'm the killer you know they're like having these like tangents where they're trying to like put make fun of the fact that someone some other character thinks they're the murderer and there's even a moment early on where they like exchange looks and it's like kind of suspect but you wouldn't you probably wouldn't notice because it's very subtle but i was looking for that when i was watching Mm -hmm. it this time so there's lots of little little clues and details in there that definitely add to the the mystery aspect of it which I liked, but um, I don't know. It's just, I, I think it's a lot of fun to watch, but it's just not not my kind of horror movie, especially because I think Scream 
people consider it among the great horror films. And I think it's a smart, playful horror film, but I don't think it's an effective, scary movie, if that makes sense. I feel like it's more like iconic than anything. Yeah. Sure. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but I do think what it does, it does very well. Um, I can see some of your issues with it, but it's hard not to give it credit, especially if you place it in like the time it was released and all that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would agree with you, Matt. And then I think it, it doesn't necessarily deserve to be credited as like one of the greatest horror films because it's not a, a great horror film. It is a great look at horror films right like more so than anything else and i think it's it's kind of it's in its own like we called it meta slashers you know it's kind of in its own category that i wouldn't necessarily put it like like i would put friday the 13th and halloween and and others of that ilk more in in that i don't know about friday the 13th (laughs) (laughs) but halloween for sure for effective scares, I mean, Scream is not a movie that I think most people would ever have nightmares from. Well, so when I was when younger, I, I was scared shitless of uh, the whole ghost face. Ghost killer. face? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's fair. I guess when it just, when it when it turns out that it's her friends, it becomes less effective as like nightmare fuel. Mm. when i think about it that way so i guess i guess i do agree with you matt that i think it's like not super necessarily effective and like travis said this too like as like a scary movie per se it's not like when i think of horror films i think of this one but i love it as as a little bit other than that like a little bit more of a look at horror films Mm -hmm. i think specifically slasher though because if you put it in the context of horror i don't feel like it maybe ranks as one of like the top horror movies, but as far as like a slasher goes and how it's commenting on the genre, I, I think it's definitely near the top and it deserves its recognition. That's fair. So actually I kind of brought this up earlier with the whole cabin in the woods. And so it's a little bit of a digression, but do you guys feel like cabin in the woods counts as a horror film? Oh yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It's in the same lane as scream though. Right, and that's kind of where I was at. Why I was asking it because it's definitely in the same lane as, lane as scream. It's definitely the same like kind of self referential, self Jesus Christ, yep. self <laughs> that word referential <laughs> and self aware kind of horror film where it still has scares, but you know it's not like a traditional scary movie. You're watching it for the fun and the the whole meta ness of it. Exactly. It's not it's not nightmare fuel. It's not supposed to just give you the heebie-jeebies. It's supposed to make you think about scary movies. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I like all that being said, I think Scream suffers from a lack of rewatchability because so much of like kind of the fun of the movie comes from the the plot and the reveal of who the killer is. So when you go into it knowing who the killers are, there's that second watch, which it was for me, of trying to pick up on some of the kind of subtle cues or like the subtext of the movie. And 
I didn't get much of it. There was a little bit of that. And I like I'm probably not gonna watch Scream again for at least ten years. Like I can watch Halloween, I can watch a Nightmare on Elm Street, I can watch lots of scary movies lots of times, but this one I think it's it becomes less potent in a sense the more you watch it, just because as a horror movie it's not scary right so you're not watching it for that reason and it is it is fun but a lot of the fun comes from the twists and turns of the story and the and the reveals so you remove that from it and what like you distill it down to a couple couple scenes that are that are playful and and entertaining i i don't know i it's just not i like i like scream don't get me wrong but it's it's nowhere near the top of any list for me. It's it's not something that I have felt any need to return to over the years and don't plan on returning to. If that you makes know, sense. Matt, we kind of touched on this last time when we talked about like a little bit like what scares each of us. And I I guess it sounds like when you watch a horror movie, you want at least the possibility of shitting your pants. You want <laughs> just poop pants everywhere. And I guess <laughs> Scream Poop pants really, everywhere. <laughs> Scream doesn't really offer that, except maybe on a first watch. It doesn't really offer like once you once you've seen it once, it doesn't really offer the same like thrills and chills as other slashers or even other horror movies do. And so it sounds like you're like, if there's no pants pooping, I'm out. It's not even that for me, really. It's just, like, once you know what the movie's doing, I just feel like it's not rewarding to watch again. Like, there's no there's no killer score. There's no, like, standout scenes other than the I opening scene. I disagree like, a little bit with you on that. I actually loved... It wasn't the score, but the soundtrack. I actually really loved... There's two songs in particular. The first one is it's playing an acoustic version of fuck me i can't even it's the scene where ski ulrich is sneaking into nev campbell's room and he's trying to like they're talking about their pg-13 relationship and the song playing on the radio it's an acoustic version of a classic Halloween party song and I can't even think of it. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No, and the problem is that all I can think of is Scary Movie where it plays the Dawson's Creek song and he like comes in the window. Like That's another... I mean, we're going to be getting to it, but so many of these scenes, I I don't think of the Scream version. I think of the Scary Movie version. I mean, that's fair. But that's (laughs) not fair to Scream. It's not. It's not. I don't. But I I hear you, Matt. I mean... I think scary movies more of a more quotable and more memorable because it's so goofy. And so you remember like how ridiculous it is versus scream where it sounds like you feel like it was maybe a little more mad for you. So it wasn't quite as memorable or like quotable or whatever. Well, all scary movie really does is just exaggerate scenes that were already there. So by right. virtue of that, you're probably going to remember the exaggerated silly scene over the, you know, the original. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. The other the other soundtrack song that I, I really loved was um, the Red Right Hand from um, Tom Waits. Um, do you guys remember that when Mm-mm. they do that? In the... No. It's, it's, I can't remember which scene, but I remember it coming on and be like, these are classic. You know what? I think the the song that was playing acoustic may have even been Living Dead Girl. It's uh, it's like classic Halloween songs that aren't like cartoony. They're like spooky and you play them at your Halloween party like I literally did last year. They were on my Halloween playlist and I remember being like, oh shit, this is like, there's like a bunch of songs in there that's from. So I, I actually really enjoyed the soundtrack, I guess. Hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, anything else on screen before we, uh, drop some star ratings and move on to scary movie? Well, well, I'll probably talk about a few things that are scream related, but in the context of scary movie, um, it'll be, I think it'll make more sense to talk about it during the scary movie conversation. So, yeah, yeah. um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else. Okay. Well, what did you guys end up rating Scream? Oh, wait. Sorry. I actually yeah. had one other thing I wanted to touch on that I yeah. didn't get to touch on. Um, oh, sorry. Two quick things. One is a fun fact. Um, Matt, earlier when you were talking about how um, who answers the phone anymore, <laughs> um, apparently the use of caller ID increased by 300% after this movie came out. So there was a lot more people apparently after this came out that were like, mm, not answering the phone if I can't see who's calling. Damn. So many lives were saved by Scream. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Dude, this um, movie was a big deal back in the 90s when right? it was released. <laughs> yeah. It was like a hit. Um, the a second thing hit. I wanted to touch on that we actually, I was surprised we didn't really talk about, was um, Matthew Lillard's performance. I loved it. I thought one of his he, best, right? And I, I mostly know him as Shaggy from the live action Scooby Doo. That's embarrassing. As you should, as you should. <laughs> well, and I no know way. he's in other stuff, but that's like the first thing I think of when like Kurt goes, "Oh, I watched it with Kurt," and he goes, "Oh, it's that guy," and I was like, "Yeah, Shaggy." Like that's how you know I think of him. But he was so he, because the performances in this. The performances in this honestly leave something uh, something to be wanted. You know, they're not they're not great. Like the acting in this is not that great for most of them, especially like Jamie Kennedy. He looks like he's talking to a brick wall. But like <laughs> Matthew Lillard is so like outstandingly good in this. I was I was a little taken aback because I only know him as being like and he was a silly goofy guy, but I only know him as mostly being like silly goofy ridiculous where that you don't even think about the acting and i just thought wow just gave a fucking killer performance he his performance works because he's the only one who's truly going for it you know like he's more over the top than anyone else when other actors like like rose mcgowan and nev campbell like they kind of feel corny he, his performance is super fun and it's very over the top, but it's yeah. it's memorable and enjoyable when some of the other performances are a little, I don't know, a little stiff and a little uh, uh, generic, which which makes sense for the, the template they're trying to make this movie in. But 
Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, maybe curious. it's given the, the movie too much credit, but I think that's all part of it. Well, I was going to ask you guys about that. Do you think that that sort of, because I felt like everyone except him is a little stiff, a little awkward almost. And do you think that's purposeful or do you think that's just like poor direction or poor acting or whatever? Mm, maybe a mix I mean I think it was probably intentional just because like this isn't Wes Craven's first rodeo like he's directed many iconic horror films so he's he's familiar with the tropes he's acted or not excuse me not he's directed horror actors plenty in the past so I mean I think he got what he was looking for um I don't know if that necessarily makes the movie better or worse going for that kind of wooden vibe i mean maybe it's just maybe it's just the actors maybe maybe if they had gotten fucking philip seymour hoffman and johnny depp like it would have been a banger but you know you work with what you're given i don't know could go either way right we got skeet ulrich and david arquette (laughs) (laughs) the classic uh you know best actors of of that generation yes cool okay anything else on scream no, that was it for me. No. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll bring it up again as we continue into the next one. But uh, what did you guys end up rating Scream? Uh, I'm going to give it a four and a half. I gave it a big old five star. Jesus Christ. Had gave it a three time. and a half the first watch. Giving it a three and a half the second watch. It's embarrassing. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the wrong side of history on this one, yeah. I guess. Yeah, you just saw I it too mean, late. It's not the movie's fault. It's yours. Yeah, <laughs> I do feel like I do. I, I low key do feel like yeah, you weren't looking at it right. <laughs> I feel like you're wrong a little bit. Oh, fuck. Usually, I feel like stars are you know everyone's own opinion, but this one, I'm like, I feel like you're wrong. You done fucked up, man. Okay. Well, before we move on to scary movie, uh, I'm gonna go get a beer. Um, I will be back in a minute. Um, whatever happens between now and then, I will cut out of the show. So you guys feel free if you need to grab a drink, go to the bathroom. I'm gonna grab Now's one too. Okay, All right, perfect. Are we will gonna, reconvene. Huh? Are you gonna cut that bit out too, though? Yeah, not the part that you're saying now. This is staying in the show, but anything after now, <laughs> I will cut out. <laughs> so be careful with your next words. All right, we'll be right back. All right, we are back, and we're moving on to part two of the double feature. We are talking about Scary Movie. Came out in the year 2000, directed by Keenan Ivory Wayans. Film stars. Uh, this list here is in first build. Uh, what do we got? Marlon Wayans. Uh, we got Sean Wayans. No. Anna Ferris. Uh, God, this cast list is fucking me up because it's all out of order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, going, I'm like, who are these people? Oh, Regina Hall, <laughs> Regina Hall, obviously, Jesus. and Shannon Elizabeth. Um, plot synopsis reads. As I go back a page, a year after disposing of the body of a man they accidentally killed, a group of dumb teenagers are stalked by a bumbling serial killer. 
Uh, scary movie. Sounds like Scream, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so I mean, we we already so... kind of alluded to this. It's it 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 exaggerates basically all the aspects of Scream. Sorry, Paris, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, but if you think about it, it it's really Scream and so much of I know what you did last summer, mm-hmm. which I have not seen. I know the basic concept, but so much of this stuff, I was like, is this because I had just watched Scream like the day before watching Scary Movie? And I was like, is this a reference to I Know What You Did Last Summer? Because I don't fully get it. Uh, that's a bad movie. I Know What You Did Last Summer is not not good. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, that's why I never watched it. But I was like, <laughs> mm, should I be? Is this funny? Should I be laughing? I'm right. Well, so... Scary Movie, I think part of the strength of the original Scary Movie, as opposed to some of the sequels, is that it's a lot more focused. They're not trying to spoof every fucking Scary Movie, you know? Like, they're not trying to cram in as many references as possible. They're basically milking Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer and then a couple other kind of references. There's some the usual suspects, which is not a scary movie. <laughs> well, there's some pop culture references like The Matrix right. and, yeah, like you said, usual suspects. And then there's like the Sixth Sense stuff. So there's some other horror elements to it. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Not as much as some of the other, the sequels in this series, yeah. you know? Um, this is the first time I've seen Scary Movie in quite a long time. And oh, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it's fucking bad. It's bad. It's not good. Okay. Maybe you guys landed on the other side, but it's fuck. It did not age well at all. It's fucking bad with a capital oh B. My God. So Matt, I am act. First of all, I'm actively upset by this, not because I think it's great, but because you are constantly talking about how phenomenal Scary Movie Three is. Yes. And I feel like that one is so much worse than this one, quality and content-wise. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Absolutely false. Scary Movie 3 (laughs) is a masterpiece. (laughs) (laughs) When was the last time you saw Scary Movie 3? It's amazing. It's been a long time for me. Probably the same time I watched Scary Movie. (laughs) Which, to be fair, I realized while I was watching this movie, not that it was so trash like you did, but... That I watched Scary Movie and watched it a lot when I was way too young. Oh, As yeah. I was watching oh, yeah. this, I was like, Ooh, who, who was guardianing ship me during that time? Because, like, fuck me. This is, I was too young to be watching. Oh, any my parents of this didn't shit. really care. But so, fun fact about myself I saw this in the theater, and this was back when your parents could sign your movie ticket your ticket stub and get into the movie <laughs> without a parental uh, Wait, are you chaperone. Joking? I'm not joking. I remember wow. it vividly. Me, my brother and my cousin went to like the theater in Kent when there was still a theater at the top of the hill and uh, by the high school. And my movie ticket was like f- between four and five dollars. And yeah, my dad signed the tickets. He bought them, signed them, and then like basically Travis, just left us at the theater and picked us up when it was over. <laughs> wild because when i was 16 years old i worked at a movie theater and it was like super intense policy that not only did you have to be 17 or older to go see a film and show your id if you wanted to buy more than one ticket at a time 
you had to be 21 or older. Yeah. And you had to show your ID. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know if the, that theater was just bending the rules because they needed the money or whatever, but it was allowed for us to go see Scary Movie on that day. <laughs> Dude, you were 10 years old and you saw this by yourself? <laughs> Jesus. There was one fair, other Matt. dude in the theater. It was us three and then one other dude. <laughs> one That's guy. even worse. <laughs> Matt, how old were you, do you think, around like when you saw this for the first time? Um... It was around the time it came out, maybe a little later. Um, I would say I was probably 11 or 12 when I first saw this. So too young. <laughs> yeah, 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 too young. Yeah, I mean, you guys, this came out when I was eight. I'm pretty sure I also saw it around the same time I got came out. So between like eight and 10, like that's too young. All of us yeah. were way too young to be yes. watching this. Oh, absolutely. Different different times, though, <laughs> 20 years ago. It's just... <laughs> yeah, that was literally... This literally <laughs> came out 20 fucking years ago. So, uh, I, I think maybe it's a little unfair to Scary Movie because you kind of have to view it in context. Like, do, like watching this through a modern lens, for me, was difficult because there's mm-hmm. a whole character where literally Dewey. the whole joke, no, not even Dewey, literally the whole oh. joke of Doofy. Sean Wayans' character is that he's gay. That's the joke. Uh, Everything he yeah. says, that's what's supposed to be okay. funny, is that there he's gay. Three, and that's it. Three, he's not gay. <laughs> well, that was that's even more problematic. That was, that was him not wanting to admit it's gay. Yeah, which is more problematic. I wanted to go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but also the Doofy character, like, his whole joke is that he is mentally challenged mm-hmm. and, like, clearly... But like, he's not. <laughs> okay, That's well, the he, usual he, suspects he, twist, though. Yeah, the yeah. twist made it slightly better, but that's not... That doesn't change the fact that that was the joke the whole movie. No, no. You know what makes it the, as amazing is when you, when you watch uh, Scream after Scary Movie and you realize how similar... David Arquette's character yep. is too okay. deep. Yep. I was I'm fucking... So, dude, I died when... I am David so Ar- glad that you mentioned this because literally as I was watching Scream, I was like, oh, I guess David Arquette was in both because full disclosure, I had not seen Scream. I had seen oh, Scary God. Movie a bunch when I was younger. I remembered the character of Doofy as David Arquette. That is how similar it is so i, I watched like, oh he he was in both that's kind of funny <laughs> i watched scary movie first then scream and the part in scream when david arquette is like um that's deputy riley today sydney like oh he's like basically God. like and correcting she treats, her she treats the way that that uh rose mcgowan's character in scream treats him is the same way that they treat yeah in, yeah yeah like, well in the, the relationship with the news reporter scary. like the gail weathers or whatever it's that part is bad. so similar it's it's all amazing the way well, they played on that character is amazing whether it's like politically correct or not i was having a grand time watching scream after also, scary i forgot movie. that fucking sherry o'terry is in this She's i know so right and i was like damn what a what a fucking that's wild. Well, what and of, her, of the time, her character's name. I'm looking for it now. It's something silly as fuck. It's, it's like it's Gale like Gale Hurricane she, or something. Yeah, yeah, Gale. 
Gale Gale Hailstorm Hail or something? Hailstorm. Hail yeah, it's like Gale Hailstorm. <laughs> Why am I not seeing her in the cast list here? Gale Hailstorm. Yeah, is that's yep. Up. Gale Hailstorm, which is so stupid, right? Um, no, it's amazing. <laughs> but so, I mean, even in Scream, even in Scream, okay, so it's so her name's Gail um, Weathers, right? Courtney yeah, Scream. Yeah. And she even at the end is like, My name is Court. She goes, My name is Gail Weathers. I sound like a freaking weather person. Like, what am I even yeah. doing? <laughs> and they kind of play on it, and then they were like, Gail Hailstorm, it's too So, to be fair to um, <laughs> Sean Wayne's character, Shorty. Um, wait, oh, no, is that Marlon? Is that Marlon? Wait. So Sean Marlin. Wayans is the gay one. Fuck. Ray, Ray, Ray. Okay. So Sean Wayans. Ray. Yes, it's Ray. And shorty Marlin is the other is one. is Shorty. Okay. So to be fair, his character, very problematic, not funny, but the one joke that did make me laugh was pretty early on. When they're in the hallway at school and Ray is like, does this shirt make me look gay? And he's like, no, bro. <laughs> and then he like ties, <laughs> like, ties in front of him. How about now? <laughs> That's so guy, stupid. But I love but... it. The guy's like, no, you're good. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> See, because that's that's silly, but it's not as mean spirited or homophobic as some of the other gay jokes that he has. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. his I character mean, was tough. And that's literally his whole character in the movie. Also, if we're talking about stuff that not necessarily feels dated, but I I was maybe remembering differently. Did you guys... It sounds like we all kind of watched a lot when you were younger, and this is like a much later rewatch. I forgot how, like, lewd and, like, overtly sexual this movie is. Like, they literally show a full-on penis. Oh yeah, I mean, it even giggles. Penis. The penis it's like not, giggles. It's not attached to anyone, but it's a full-on dick, like full-blown yeah. head and everything. Veiny hard dick. Veiny hard dick that fucks Ray's car- Ray in the ear super hard, and then he's wearing the the little bandage over his ear later, which I actually found very funny. <laughs> He's the like best still part, alive, but he's got a little bandage. <laughs> it's pretty. I think it's a pretty iconic line. But when they're interviewing Shorty, and they're asking like what his last words would have been to Carmen Electra's character, and he's like, run, run, bitch, bitch run. run. <laughs> that was actually so funny. <laughs> oh, too good. That was so funny. Honestly, the the usual suspects ending this time around was a surprise to me because I didn't remember the exact ending of this movie because I hadn't seen it in a long time. And I hadn't seen usual suspects before I'd seen scary movie. So seeing the ending now was like, oh, my God, they're doing the whole usual suspects thing. But (laughs) I didn't make that connection the first you know, a few times I saw a scary movie. So I wanted to ask you guys, like, it sounds like we all watched scary movie pretty young. Did you see scary movie before you saw Scream? Or no. I know you did Last Summer or Usual Suspects? Me, yes, well, all of the above. I had seen Scream, but I don't know if I had seen I Know What You Did Last Summer or you, I definitely know I didn't see Usual Suspects before scary movie. Okay, because yeah. for me it was the same. Like I watched Scary Movie first, 
And then actually, I remember when the first time I watched The Usual Suspects, I was like, oh, they're dropping the cup. That's where the reference was from in Scary Movie. Like when the mug drops in The Usual Suspects and it breaks, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what they were spoofing. Now I get it. Well, and even like him walking down the street and he like, you know, he fixes his limp and. Right, uh, right, right. But I specifically remember when I watched The Usual Suspects because I was confused when like the mug dropped. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, what are we, what are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a crude movie, but it was, it was pretty fun to watch now just because I hadn't seen it in such a long time, but I don't think it's a great movie and it's probably borderline bad, but I think I have some nostalgia for it just because. It was kind of one of those like, you know, touchstone raunchy comedies when I was growing up. Yeah, um, I mean, but I, I probably won't rewatch it anytime soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Rewatching it, I realized that kind of like Matt was saying, like, there's a lot of stuff in there that's dated. A lot of stuff that, like, looking at it now, I'm like, oh, this isn't funny, and this character's whole joke is like not like this isn't funny. This is just like ugh, cringy. Like I don't, mm, I don't find this funny. I don't want other people to find this funny, but there's also a lot of stuff in there, kind of like Travis was talking about, like very nostalgic, very like it's just slapstick silly. Like it shouldn't be funny, but it so is. And then I really want I feel like it deserves some credit for launching all of those slapstick parodies of the early 2000s. Like, not another teen movie. Any of the, any of the, the stuff that ended in movie, you know? Like, there was all the scary movies, but there was all those... For better, like, for worse. For worse? I mean, Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Epic movie, date movie. These are some of the okay. worst movies ever. I, I was trying to be nice. <laughs> I haven't seen them, but I agree with you. Like, I don't want to see them. They seem like trash. But I feel like some credit has to be given to the fact that, like, how many movies of those are there that it launched? Like, there's probably at least twenty. Quote unquote, yeah, how many jobs movies. did this movie create, Matt? Yeah, <laughs> like, that aspect. It, it launched a whole. Well, it launched a whole like subgenre of movies. Well, it's basically like what know. Naked Gun did, but just yeah, like, the Police yeah. Academy movies, Naked Gun, but Top no, no, Secret, no, 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 no. but I'm for a new saying, generation. I'm not saying there weren't slapstick movies before. I mean, talking about Naked Gun, there's also Airplane, the any Mel Brooks film. Like, I'm not saying it launched parody movies but made this them very cool again. specific type of early 2000s ended in the word movie like the title literally would end in the word movie but you for know, the most part of those all of those are trash so Fair, <laughs> let me... but i feel like there has to be some credit given for this being the first one and people enjoying it so much that they were like we need to capitalize on this and make a bunch of trash out of it. See, okay, so here, this is my this is an example. Uh, one of the writers of the original scary movie, his name is Jason Friedberg. Okay, nobody, he's nobody, right? I'm going to read yeah. his writing credits. Are you ready? So prior to Scary Movie, <laughs> he wrote go. Spy Hard. Yeah, I don't. No which Spy Hard kills? <laughs> Have you seen Spy Hard? No. Spy Hard Kills. Okay. Anyway, that was his first movie. Spy 
spy hard? Yes, it's a spoof. It's a spoof of spy movies. Is that movies. like walk hard? No. <laughs> <laughs> so. Sure. Are you ready for this? Scary movie. Date movie. Epic movie. Meet the Spartans. Disaster movie. Vampires suck. Scary movie five. The starving games. Best night ever. Star War Star Worlds episode thirty nine <laughs> equals MC squared. The Force Awakens. The Last Jedi who went rogue. That's the next movie he's got coming on the docket. Oh, this movie created a monster. <laughs> a monster. Okay. And I think we see. should credit this original scary movie for enabling this monster no because you know what i'm in matt's camp on this one really (laughs) really okay i'm not trying to discredit scary movie but the the fact that this spawned a bunch of what it unleashed upon the world i don't i don't i don't disagree with y'all that like the movies that it spawned were all trash again except for not another except scary movie three well, no, except for not another teen movie, which will forever live on my mantle of, you know, my favorite movies of all time. But what? It's <laughs> it's fine. We we're gonna we'll move past. Yeah, that's it. a different episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like just because those movies are much much worse than this one doesn't mean that it's not fair to give some credit to the fact that this one was so great at the time that it came out not now but at the time that it came out it was so much of a thing that it spawned so many other movies even though they were trash fair enough yeah that's fair but i mean you could you could view it cynically and look at it as scary movie probably made a lot of money and then they jumped on it to make more money you know i mean eventually people caught on and they were like okay these movies are trash we're gonna stop i mean they made five scary movies and date movie and epic movie and meet the spartans and vampires suck (laughs) okay but matt here's the thing how many of those movies were actually showed in all of the literally all, all of those movies yeah. no, no. <laughs> no i guarantee they were all of those theaters. yeah they may have not made as much money as scary movie but scary movie four and five were not shown in theaters i they... guarantee you they were <laughs> i guarantee they were as well <laughs> maybe right, not well... five but definitely four <laughs> i think i saw four in a no i rented i rented four with my mom that was yeah, the thing I mean, me and my mom at, did. They were at Blockbuster, but were they in theaters? And that's what I'm talking about. Like, people want to watch stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, they they kept making movies. Why? Because they kept making money off them. Because clearly people, not the three of us, but people wanted to watch stupid They demanded shit. trash. They, they, they not only, yeah, they not only wanted to... They demanded it, and they demanded it by keeping and giving these people their money. And you know what? I think that while those are trash, credit where credit's due. Good on Scary Movie for being so whatever of its time that people were like, we have to capitalize on this. Mm -hmm. For better or for worse. Yeah. 
Yeah, but we should talk about scary movie instead of its legacy, whether good or bad. Fair enough. So scary movie. <laughs> um, there, there was something else I was gonna bring up about scary movie. I just, I didn't laugh. There were only a couple moments where I laughed. I mean, were you well, guys a lot of jokes laughing are dated, or? or you know, you'd seen this a, a bunch as a kid, so you kind of know what's gonna ha- happen, or you know the punchline before it's it's said yeah. or whatever. But honestly, I don't know. I think watched... watching them together was fun. It, other other than the plots being so similar, it was fun to watch them back to back because I hadn't seen both of them in a long time. And yeah. they really do kind of cater to each other. Um, I feel mixed on it because I feel like watching them so close together a little bit. I was like the scary movie, like I'm not sure who mentioned it, but someone said, one of you two said that scary movie of unlike its sequels kind of pretty pretty straightforwardly follows a plot where it's really just mostly parroting scream and i know you did last summer mm-hmm. and i think because of that it had a little bit of a because i had just watched scream i was like yeah i don't care about i already know that part you know it was like i felt like it was those parts were boring for me and then because some of the jokes were so dated not all the funny parts were funny, and I don't know. I felt really medium about this movie, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that. see, this is why Scary Movie 3 is superior, is because the best oh jokes from God. Scary Movie 3 have nothing to do with the meta-referential to other horror movies bits. It's all I classic mean, hilarity. Hi, Jinx so and Sue. Amazing. The funniest parts of Scary Movie are also not the parody parts. I mean, okay. I thought the part where... I can't remember the actress's name. She's at the beauty pageant. She says she's going to do Miss a Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth, thank you. <laughs> Shannon Elizabeth is going to do a dramatic reading. And then she's watching her boyfriend get murdered. She does... She reacts to it. People think she's such a good actress... That she fucking wins the beauty pageant. And then instead of going and checking on her boyfriend, she's like, fuck that. I won. That whole scene is so funny to me. That was Yeah, decent. that's pretty yeah. good. Uh, what was surprising to me was how similar her death scene is to Rose McGowan scene in Scream. Like, they're basically yes. doing the same thing. It's just Shan Elizabeth's character in Scary Movie you know, the writing of it or whatever, it just takes it to like the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. But like, they're literally doing the same thing for the same exact reason. Well, except I I think that's the part that I find like the most interesting about scary movie is just like how far they're trying to like double down on a joke that scream already made, whether it's, you know, funny or not. Um, But it's, yeah, it's just so similar in certain aspects where I didn't really, I didn't really remember it being so similar like back in the day. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Well, and that's the that's the interesting thing about them using Scream of all the horror movies cuz Scream is already so meta. Right. And it's already like 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 you were talking about Travis, like Rose McGowan is already kind of making a joke about that scene like, "Oh, is this the part where you kill me?" Like she thinks it's someone dressed up pranking her as the killer and she goes oh is this the part where i scream are we pretending to be in a scary movie 
like so making that into a more of a joke is funny but it's almost like it's interesting because scream already that was already kind of a kind of a gag in scream so yeah. to take it to the extreme it almost feels like is that is that even necessary i don't know well the perfect example of that is rose mcgowan's death in scream <laughs> where she she's the one who gets killed in the garage door right and right. clear like you see her go for the door and you're like you're not gonna fit through there right but scary movie takes that to the next step you know? where it's like a bigger girl <laughs> and it's like a smaller door <laughs> it's like okay she's so really stupid, not gonna though. fit yeah it's okay, very stupid yeah thing. in scream <laughs> When she fits her boobs through there, because Rose McGowan is very well endowed, when Rose McGowan is able to fit her boobs through the door, I was like, oh, she'll definitely be able to fit the rest of her body. What? She probably could have fit through if she had more time. That's what I was thinking. As soon as she got through, I thought, oh, she's not, those titties aren't going through. Are you joking me right now? I mean, the other shoulder might have been some trouble, but beyond that, I think she was good. Honestly, she fit her boobs through, so I was like, she good. She's going to be able to get through. Like, no doubt. She, I but... feel like she would have been able to get through the rest of her body. Like, she's a small person. She could have, right? But, I mean, that's that's part of what Scary Movie is doing. is It's taking these moments that maybe are a little silly in Scream, but it's exaggerating them in this movie to the point where you know that girl's not going to fit through that door. And it's very much... kind of fat phobic but it's but still it's just like it's just exaggerating moments from scream the door in scary movie was much smaller to be fair yeah yeah that's the thing i don't think i don't think rose mcgowan would have been able to fit through that door right but it's it's looking it's it's taking those moments from scream that are kind of silly and fun and and blowing them up to be slapstick right Mm mm-hmm that's what right. scary movie is doing and i just did not find most of that funny i mean the prime okay. example before we move on to something else is the the jock character with the micro penis in scary movie full on beating the <laughs> shit out of cindy's character at the fountain like elbow dropping her punching her in the stomach <laughs> yes. like okay. that's that's Matt, not I, funny <laughs> i thought that was so funny no are you kidding the elbow me? drop is funny but everything yes. else before that, that yes not that the funny. elbow drop was good but <laughs> i don't know okay so there was a lot of stuff in this like i didn't i don't think i mentioned it earlier but i meant to like the coach character None of that oh was god, Miss Man! Oh Miss Man! God, so bad, so bad. Super dated, not funny. Like, like, and Kurt and I were trying to figure out. Like, at the end of the day, we were trying to figure out. Like, okay, like, is it? But at the end of the day, like, trans people are clearly like the butt of the joke, so it's not funny. But like, something about him beating her up was so funny to me and i i i it's it's like some of that stuff some of it like we've talked about feels very dated and feels like oh this isn't funny anymore like i can't even i can't even allow myself to find the humor in it because it's so inappropriate and so fucking dated and like this is not okay and like who's the butt of the joke like that's not okay but honestly when he every time he would get upset about her saying something to him 
And he would start beating her up and start doing wrestling moves on her. I just laughed. <laughs> it was just pure humor for me. Like I can't. I don't know. That was if that's good. Bad, but I just, I just laughed. Nah. Elbow yeah, drop there, was good. There's, a, there's a few jokes that still hold up today. There's some that are definitely dated, and then there's some that are just so dumb that they're dumb. But. Yeah. You know. So prime example of so dumb they're dumb when he gets his head stuck in a fucking beehive in the car. Oh god. So good. <laughs> I, love I love that. Like fucking Winnie the Pooh ass. So good. But so that was one of the few times where I laughed was like the the head in the beehive because that's so silly. But right after that, uh, that's when they're really spoofing. Um, I know he did last summer where the guy is like totally fine. When they hit the guy. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry, I'm fine. And they're just <laughs> and like, and then they accidentally. There are some people <laughs> looking in his direction. Like, I get it. I don't want to be the one who nitpicks the scene for realism, but it's like, Matt, people were looking right at that now? fucking guy. Are you joking? This is this movie. It was if, so you're, stupid. if you're trying to say this movie isn't realistic, like, Okay, let's talk about how the guy gets fucked by a giant dick all the way through his ear and then is alive and just has a bandage over his ear. Let's talk about how the guy, when he has sex with Anna Ferris, comes so hard, it sprays her into a mountain. Yeah, these are all it's horrible like jokes. You're proving yeah. my point. <laughs> no, 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 I no, do. no. My point is, my point is, if you're like, this is not a movie to talk about realism. Oh no, I know. Like, that's not why I bring it up. It's just it. It's not funny. On top of it, the joke just doesn't like. There has to be a certain um, suspension of disbelief. Like him coming like a volcano and blowing her up into the ceiling. That's one thing because that could never happen. I but they're literally so funny. facing his like, direction. Drained? He's like drained like a little skeleton. <laughs> I, I was I was laughing. Really? Oh my god. That bit, yeah, the, the honestly, pubes, like honestly, the mountain no, of pubes. That's way like, too no, no, silly. no, 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 no. I think her stuff is dumb. But I literally think the part where he comes like a fountain and literally is drained so he looks like a little skeleton. That that literal part every time fucking kills me. No. What? That's 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 a no for me, dog. I shook my head. I didn't Paris. <laughs> didn't kill maybe me. It was a little teen Paris, <laughs> a little immature Paris, but that part I was dying. One part I did like was um it's almost it almost feels like a play on clueless when they're all like hanging out like, you know, outside the school or whatever and Shan Elizabeth's character is talking about Regina Hall's character and how fake she is or whatever and then as soon as she approaches him she's like hey girl oh it was the opposite <laughs> it was regina hall talking about shannon elizabeth's character oh okay yeah 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 because yeah yeah she walks up yeah and that's when she takes her um her like but cardigan off and she's like this, a bad girl was this before, <laughs> right did this come out before or after 10 things i hate about you this was very shortly after 10 things i hate about you because 10 things i hate okay. about you is 1999 i think okay and because there's a scene in 10 things i hate about you where gabrielle union's character says to julia styles younger sister and she's like oh did you think we were friends do you think you were the only junior going to prom you fucking stupid ass bitch and it felt very similar like the talking shit and then being friends with uh, it, that could have been. That era. They came out a year apart. Scary movie it was also, a year later. 
it also might be kind of um, like stereotypical slash racist, but the Regina Hall movie theater scene is also pretty good. I did not like that scene where she's heckling <laughs> and she gets stabbed. No. You didn't like that scene? It falls on the other side of because racist Because it was racist? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't but get down with that. It is made from... Hard. It is a black well, filmmaker making the movie. That's the thing. I, was, I wasn't sure how to feel about that scene because of, yeah, exactly. Kind of like Travis said that it's like, I think of the Wayans brothers as making this movie and from my perspective if they're making jokes about being black like is it racist for them to make racist you know like i don't know i struggled with that actually i was thinking about that a lot like if the wayans brothers are making a movie and they are making jokes about black stereotypes is that inappropriate um yeah and i think the reason for that is there's a certain type of broad humor and that's what the wayans do um i'm not like see that's the thing with the wayans and that's the thing with tyler perry is that they play in stereotypes because black people and white people and asian people and mexican people love stereotypes like Carlos Mencia, he made a whole career out of fucking Mexican stereotypes. Right. Wayans right. made a career out of black stereotypes. Like, right. just because people enjoy the stereotypes doesn't make them not problematic. Okay, but but it's interesting that you bring up, like, I, I agree with you kind of inherently, but it's interesting that you bring up, like, Tyler Perry, because most of his money is made from black audiences, even though he's sort of playing into black stereotypes. Yeah. Like most of his money is made from black audiences. So is that bad that that his that black audiences are appreciating his like sort of parody of black stereotypes? And as white I'm sorry, I'm kind of getting into like (laughs) (laughs) No I just I was thinking about it as the movie was happening because there's a lot of like we talked about like a lot of dated shit, a lot of like but this one particular, I was like, is it bad because the Wayans are making it and they're kind of playing on the black stereotype? Well, that... go ahead. I, I, w- I was just going to say that even though it is stereotypical and, you know, it is probably considered racist, you could still view the scene as just like a bad, you know, moviegoer or a rude moviegoer. Remove the color aspect. And it's still kind of funny just because, like, that's like the the worst version of a movie goer and they you know they accentuate that in the movie but mm-hmm. it's hard to really remove that kind of stuff and i don't really know for right. how deep we're supposed to get with this kind of stuff when talking about a scary movie because well, i feel like anything is like, fair game I'm, when talking I'm scary movie yeah. <laughs> but I, I get the problem with the scene but i still think it's kind of funny but it, it could just also be just like nostalgia because like my grandma would like pop her own popcorn and bring it to movie theaters maybe not like bring her own fried chicken or whatever but like and there's you know there's rude movie goers it's not just like a black thing like you know well and i think I mean... that's part of the part <laughs> mm. of the 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 joke of that scene is it's part of it's playing on stereotypes and part of it's just like people are assholes like when mm-hmm. she brings the food in and he's immediately like uh 
I like turned to Kurt who I was watching it with and I turned to Kurt and I go, oh, oh, I'm that person in the movies. Like I love bringing my own food in and I will always try to, if possible, like sneak, like when I was in high school and we used to go to movies at the, at the mall all the time, I would bring in like, I would get Panda Express at the food court and then like casually sneak it in the movie and then just be eating a full ass meal of panda that's Express a no no the movies going on like <laughs> yeah no. i was that i was that shitty movie goer <laughs> and so i think while this or when she answers the phone hey girl yes which i've literally i literally have had to be in a movie theater where someone was texting and be like hey man can you not like yeah and it sucks to be that person that's like telling someone else to be like hey fuck off and I think this scene is playing on stereotypes, but like Travis said, it's also kind of just playing with the idea that like some people in movie theaters are really shitty. So I still found it funny, but like the stereotypes, I was like, ooh, I'm a little uncomfortable. Like, should I find this funny? Yeah, it is. It's a little funny, but also the thing with that <laughs> scene, the main, honestly, the main thing with that scene is that that's from a different screen movie. I think it's Scream 2. Scream 2, yeah. Yeah, where they literally are watching, uh, what's it called in the Scream movies? Uh, Stab, right? Stab, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's literally a reference to a different Scream movie. So it's like, you kind of forgive it for that, but it's it, it's just it's hard to separate the two things, right? Because it's clearly they're spoofing Scream 2, but there's a pre-existing stereotype of black people right. ruining movies and then she's in here fucking having a ball just b- being annoying and yeah her behavior is obviously not acceptable like obviously if you were in a movie with her you would be like can someone get her the fuck out of here like obviously that's the reaction but it's just it's just problematic when you have her it's... being the character and then she gets stabbed by a bunch of white people in a movie theater like yeah it's... I think it's hard for us as pe- not people of color. I mean, like not, I maybe even to, to say like none of us are black. The movie was mostly made by black folks. And to say that like black stereotypes, whether that it's funny or whether it's inappropriate, I think it's a hard line for us to draw. And maybe we can kind of leave it at that, you know, like whether that's appropriate or not, maybe it's, it's also 20 years old. Yeah. And you know, we're talking about the weigh-ins here. I mean, prior to scary movie, they made a movie called don't be a menace to South central while drinking juice in the hood, which (laughs) is a parody of, of hood movies. So that, that whole movie is literally just playing in black stereotypes. Like that's their brand of comedy. They like amplify black stereotypes to make them palatable. Trying to like figure out like, is that okay? Like, because it, well, I mean, it's, it's they difficult right <laughs> <laughs> that's i mean that's the whole thing right i mean it's like when you were in middle school and you had one black friend and they gave you a an n-word pass it's like oh no you're cool you can say it you know it's just because you have one black friend that gives you a pass you can say stuff like that that's the problem with these movies is that yes lots of black people enjoy them lots of black people enjoy scary movie 
but the problem is that it's perpetuating that stereotypes. None of us are that, black, and, and is that okay? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, it's the problem that you're taking these stereotypes and you're putting them in a mainstream movie and you're per- perpetuating them. And someone might watch this movie who isn't aware of the stereotypes and isn't, you know, whatever, and they attribute the behavior to that's just what black people do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, we're way diving too much into scary movie and it's the social repercussions of its <laughs> portrayal of, of black lives but I, not surprising anyone I, regret, with. <laughs> I but, regret bringing it up <laughs> that's yeah but you know it, that's that's why are we are we the ones to make this call three white people on a on a podcast no we're not no. the ones to make the call about fucking literally weather scary literally movies and absolutely no <laughs> very resolutely no yes. we're not so maybe we should wrap this up because we're uh, we're like eighty five minutes deep at this point. <laughs> Who would have known scary turn. movie would just fucking would just get us I, going? I Who knew it'd be I... such a rich a rich film? Rich. I mean, what text. else are we gonna talk about with scary movie in twenty twenty? Yeah, I mean, it's basically just we're talking about whether the jokes are dated or not. Like, <laughs> and they are. <laughs> And honestly, it came out literally 20 years ago. Can you guys even believe that? That's so wild. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, long story short, Scary Movie is dated. And Scary Movie 3 uh, is the GOAT. I mean, let's just leave it at that, right? Okay. Honestly, I am curious to go down both of the Scream and Scary Movie franchise roads all these years later. Neither are worth it, except for Scary Movie 3. I'm also I'm a Travis I haven't watched two, Scary Movie 2 or 3 in a long time never seen any of the rest of the Scream but I do know that the Scream franchise is the only horror movie franchise that was by the same director for the whole thing if I'm not mistaken I think you're mistaken mm, I think you're mistaken <laughs> Okay, could you guys hold on? Your, hold on. Back your Three. fucking oh, hold on. Up with that? You're you're four for four. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wes so did all. Four, so Wes Craven did, and then four. he died, right? Yeah. Someone else did scream. Oh, Scream Five's not even out yet. Not God, yet. Right, not yet. <laughs> scream Five hasn't come out, so it doesn't count. I but right. you're spot on. Wes Craven did the first four. We stand yeah. corrected. Shit. Who? He turned into a hack. I mean, he turned into a. <laughs> he, he had a milk jack cow for everything it's worth. I mean, to 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 throw back to our you know previous episode or whatever, Hills Have Eyes. That was Wes Craven in the seventies. And... No, no. I mean, it's just it. I, did he really do movie. much beyond Scream after Scream? Not did after Scream. Friday the 13th. I know he did that one Before movie Scream. that I didn't really like, My Soul to Take. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, that was but. So. Oh, he also did uh, Red Eye. Here's the but thing. beyond that, it was mostly oh, Scream. that movie was it hot was Scream. dog garbage. Here's the thing with Wes Craven. The movie he made right before Scream was already a meta slasher, and it was called A Nightmare on Elm Street, New Nightmare. So he literally followed up a meta version of his own fucking movie with a meta version with of a slashers. Meta version of slashers, though. Like, Wes Craven's new nightmare. new nightmare is great. All right, 
Okay, that's a fair, killer I film. Seen it, but it sounds like trash and like it's an actually effective actually, meta slasher film. Damn. Actually, we should have watched it. It's that. a really good movie, and actually, fuck off. Actually, the best Freddy movie is obviously Freddy versus Jason, but no we, way, all, we, all we all knew that. We all knew that. All right, you guys, I think we got to wrap this up. <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, uh, star ratings. Scary movie. I got to give it a pass still. Three stars. I gave it a 3.5, and mostly for the reasons we talked about, but I did find... All the stuff we talked about that was dated, it's true, and it was shitty and terrible. The rest of the stuff, though, still found funny, had some nostalgia, was a medium movie. 3.5. One and a half. You canceled. I'm canceling wow. you, Paris. Wow. I'm canceling oh you, God. Travis. I'm blowing <laughs> you up on the social medias. You fucking canceled. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy your band. <laughs> Damn, Travis, how does it feel to be canceled by fucking Matt? Uh, feels appropriate, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, now, now that Matt made me feel like a shitbag for writing this movie above a one. <laughs> uh, it's a one and a half for me. Oh, I said that, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. I, I mean, yeah, if I hadn't seen this, you know, if this was a first time watch in 2020, I could I could see a 1.5. But I agree. In there's that just that like nostalgia slash just, you know, of its time type thing that gives yeah. it that little bump. Nostalgia is gone, dude. That grape Here's died the on thing. the fucking vine. Get out of here. <laughs> if it's a one, if for me. If I didn't laugh at all, if I only was like, oh, shit, this did not age well. If there was a lot of that, but if there was no laughter, if I was only upset, yeah, I would have rated it a lot no. lower. But the, Paris, it still this has is some a, funny jokes. This is a 3.5 for you because we wouldn't have epic movie without it. Oh no, That's you, guys, what you said earlier. I don't, no, 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 no. No, you don't need to. I <laughs> love not another teen movie. Right. That is the only one of the and meet the quote unquote, I don't think like, they're related, like, though. I don't think. I don't think they're related. Are they? Yes, it's another well, one of the movie movies. I don't it think it is, though. It came out after Scary Movie, so I think yeah. it technically qualifies. Anything that came out after Scary Movie that was a movie like that. The Ensign movie. Matt, if you don't think they're related, <laughs> you are fucked up. No, I mean literally related. I don't think they had any of the same. No, they're not in the same universe. They, no. they came they're definitely out. definitely going for the same thing. Yeah, they're the same type of movie. They're parodying. All the teen movies, they literally have movie in the name. Like, are you dumb? What's, what's happening right now? Well, yeah, but I mean, there have been, there were spoof, spoof movies before Scary Where? Movie. Like, we need to check maybe when the title started on not another keep teen in, movie. Yeah, keep in mind, so here's the that title could have been produced by like the movie executives who were like, Scary Movie was a hit. Let's make this one called Not Another Teen Movie. Like, you know, it, it could it's be as simple as that. Matt, you're so. I can't even with you. Like, 
This is the okay. same Scary type Movie of wasn't movie. first, but it definitely like revitalized the whole like yeah. spoof genre. It was it 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 was a very for better or for worse. <laughs> exactly. There's been spoof movies since movies have been around. But like like we talked about earlier, Scary Movie was the first of this very specific late 90s, early 2000s. Well, maybe not the first, but it was had, the one that caught the well, most traction had, at least. Exactly. It was the it was a very specific subgenre where it had movie in the title. It made fun of all it the relit movies the of fire. that specific genre like it was very popular. It always had like people in it that you knew, but it was ridiculous. And like slapstick comedy like if we're not talking about another team movies in this same column, then like Matt, you can just you don't even know what you're talking so about. okay. So I stand corrected. So not another teen movie had five writers, two of which were writers on Scary Movie. There you so go. I I stand corrected. Yeah, Matt, you do stand corrected. To be fair, they those two writers were also responsible for Scary Movie Four, Five, Epic Movie. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying all the garbage. Like, not three. I'm saying I three love not another three. Not three. I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> three was written. <laughs> three was written by um, Pulitzer Prize, no uh, Nobel no Prize winners. Uh, uh, no one cares. Funny fact: the guy who wrote Chernobyl on HBO, prestige drama, he was a writer on Scary Movie Three. No what? way. Craig Mazin. That actually, that's that's a funny fact. That's crazy. The the <laughs> showrunner of Chernobyl. The guy, Craig Mazin, he was one of two screenwriters on Scary Wild. Movie 3. That See, is this crazy. is why Scary Movie 3, <laughs> you got to rewatch it. It is all right. but, you know but what, an all-time. Craig Mazin was also... Go ahead, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I've given you a lot of shit over the years about your obsession with Scary Movie 3, but that actually makes me want to want to rewatch it. I might have to rewatch it now. Yeah, but what Travis was about to say is that I'm pretty sure that same guy wrote some or all of the Hangover movies. I think Hangover Part Two and Three. Ugh, yeah, not sure. even oh, the not even oh, the redeemable gosh. one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, the first Hangover I enjoyed when I saw it the first time. Like, yeah, it's not as good as just... it was when it came out. But two and three are not, abysmal. But... Yeah, that's just. Yikes! All right, well, that, makes, uh... that low key makes me want to not watch Chernobyl. Show. <laughs> no, 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 no! That's a stupid reason to not watch the show. You should definitely watch it if you haven't. No, you should watch Scary Movie Three. Realize it's a masterpiece, and they get even more hype for Chernobyl. All right. Two completely right. different things, but sure. Let's wrap her up. This is the longest we've ever gone on the digest, but I mean, you know, we had a lot to talk about. This was. This was unprecedented. We uh, we went down a couple <laughs> rabbit holes, um, came up with some carrot in our mouths, and now we're here. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. um, before we before we break, um, I did want to give credit again to my lovely, lovely, lovely boyfriend Kurt Morin for composing the intro and outro music of his original music self. 
he gets uh he gets posted in the show notes every week. Well, yeah, but I've never said it on air, so <laughs> I was no, trying I know. to be a good girlfriend. You love so him. You love fuck Kurt. off, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell him we want a remix once we hit like episode fifty. All right, fair enough. Just kidding. <laughs> Um, Travis, it's your pick next. Why don't you fill in the listeners on uh, what we're going to be reviewing next? So I have decided to go with The Others and Marrowbone, and I'm calling this double feature Ghost Fam. Mm -hmm. Um, The Others, because I know it's a popular movie. People like it, and I remember watching it quite a while back and didn't really care for it. And then Marrowbone, haven't seen before. It's definitely an underseen movie, but Matt gave it high praise whatever year it came out, last year or the year before. I'm not the biggest fan of ghost movies, but I'm going into this double feature with an open mind, and we will see oh, what happens. Shit. Side oh, note, this is, your, this is your second ghost fan pick, because you picked A Tale of Two Sisters last time. Mm-hmm. So Travis you're just loving the ghost fam. Ghost families. That's the only way I'm going to watch them is if I force myself to. So. <laughs> you're just knocking out all the ghost fam flicks that you had neglected. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. You know what's coming up next. We'll be back in two weeks covering Marrowbone and the others. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you have... Uh, suggestions for topics or double features you'd like to see anything related to the digest shoot us an email at cinephilesdigest at gmail.com i want to thank both of my co-hosts for being with me tonight it's a pleasure as always and uh, i would just like to say stay spooky